Welcome to the Power of Mindset podcast, where we cover anything and everything from the perspective of two health and wellness professionals. I'm Georgia. And I'm Hope. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Power of Mindset. I'm Georgia here with Hope as always. Hello. So we just finished up with a series talking all about how to create a fitness program, how to plan your overall program, how to plan out your workouts, how to progress through your programs. And that took three episodes to get through, which may seem like it takes so much time to plan your workouts and it may seem grueling, but we want to highlight that although a good exercise program can seem that way, it doesn't have to be super time consuming or anything like that. So today we want to talk about finding balance with your exercise plans. We want to talk about finding balance between your work life and your fitness lifestyle. But before we get to that, let's do a little bit of catching up. So Hope, how have you been doing? I've been great. Living life, loving life, having a lot of fun. Um, I don't really have anything new to update on but I did find well actually Dylan found um a cool little a cool new little thing um it's called gym gum and it is like a pre-workout in a gum so it has like a bunch of caffeine in it and (laughs) um an amino acid in it and it's supposed to be equivalent to taking a pre-workout but if you want to try something new Um, check out gym gum. That's so interesting. I've never heard of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, neither had I. How much caffeine's in it? Uh, 90 milligrams, but then it also has like, uh, I don't even know how to say it, like guara or something. Mm. I probably just butchered that, but, um, it's like a plant that has, uh, like caffeine in it. I don't think it's exactly caffeine, but it has some kind of a stimulant in it. Mm-hmm. And they add that to it as well. So there are like two things working there and then uh, taurine as well. So, Oh, wow. That's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was telling Dylan, I was like, I really want to try this. But I feel like with that am- amount of caffeine and not taking any caffeine that uh, my head would probably explode. So <laughs> I won't be trying it. But if you try it or anybody listening to this tries it, definitely let me know what you think. <laughs> I meant to check that out. I'm not a big gum person, but that sounds intriguing, especially if it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But yeah, what about you? Um, same old, same old, still buried in research, you know, still meeting my kiddos and everything like that. So not much to report on for me, but you know, I'm just enjoying the the Iowa spring weather, which we had a few really, really nice days and now we're while we're recording this, we've had a couple of days of downpour and it's supposed to be chilly, but you know, it's better than winter. So I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. With the spring weather, I, I've i decided that I want to do a lot more running this year in 2022. So I am transitioning to a new split where I'll be spending a little bit less time each week in the gym doing lifts and more time out on the streets running. So that's Fine. all I've got. <laughs> That'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah. And so far, I I started my big running split last week, and I ran. I only ran like twelve miles over the week. My runs averaged probably like 
two to three and a half around there miles, um, which is a good starting point. And so far, even towards the end of the week, I was already feeling a lot better in my running shoes and everything like that, you know, dealing with a little bit of foot pain and stuff that comes with, you know, breaking yourself back into the, the, the routine, but mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so is that, um, one of your goals for 2022 that we had talked about at the beginning of the year? I don't think so. No, my big goal for 2022 is to, um, learn how to do a handstand. That's like the big fitness goal that I set for myself. Cause I've never been able to do a handstand before. And I am working towards that. I haven't been as dedicated as I want, but my plan was that I would work on strengthening my shoulders for the first couple months of 2022. And then in March, I was going to start actually handstand training. And so right now I'm just doing like wall handstands about once a week and so far so good. Like, um, I, I've tried to handstand a couple of times in my past and I do not like the feeling of being upside down. Like I hate doing like any rolls and stuff like that, but I've gotten myself to the point where doing a handstand on a wall feels comfortable. So I don't get frustrated by like the feeling of being upside down anymore. And I'm able to like flip myself up to the wall um and I've never been able to do that before I always had to like walk up the wall so so far that is also seeing some progress I'm always scared of uh, flipping up into the wall and having my heel go through the wall like that (laughs) is just such a ginormous fear of mine and like Dylan comes home and he's like what happened to the wall and I'm like uh I was going to do a handstand (laughs) my foot just went through the wall are your walls that like soft that week I am pretty powerful so I feel like you know throwing 150 pounds at the wall is could definitely do some damage <laughs> I've never thought about that but I now that I have thought about that I'm gonna do my handstands on my brick wall from here on out I don't think I'm gonna break through my brick wall there you go I don't, I've never seen it happen but you never know yeah yeah Getting pretty strong. All right. Well, we better go ahead and jump into um, our topic on finding balance today. So we wanted to start off talking about finding balance within your exercise program. Because I know we made it sound like you want to have a ton of structure in your program, and you do, but there should definitely be some flexibility within your program. Um, So obviously you want to find a balance between your aerobic training and your resistance training, your weight training. Um, But besides that, you want to give yourself the freedom and the flexibility to add in other forms of exercise and other forms of physical activity where you can. Mm -hmm. And I also want to go a little bit broader before we dive into that in talking about having the flexibility between different programs. Like when you're focused on a goal, you want to go, you want to go all in. You should still have some flexibility in there as well, of course. But you're like 100% committed, ready to hit your goals. After you hit that goal, you should probably change things up, relax a little bit, take a little bit of time off, like let your body recover. And then, you know, maybe get back into another like hard training phase. But talking specifically about you know each phase you do want to have that flexibility like you said yeah for sure so other things that can also find a place in your program even if they're not as structured are more fun types of exercise like yoga and if you enjoy HIIT training those can definitely have a place in your program even if they're not like an everyday or an every week thing that you're doing 
it might not be a bad idea to incorporate yoga once a week. Most of my clients, I actually have them doing yoga once a week on top of their resistance training and their cardio training because yoga is is so beneficial for your body because it's a very low impact, light, intense workout, you know, depending on what you do. Um, And then it also really helps keep your mind healthy, which I think is the biggest benefit to yoga and really focusing on that mind muscle connection. It's totally different than doing cardio, totally different than doing resistance training and just really, it's like the, the, the wellness piece of, of living a healthy lifestyle, like that, that connection between both the mind and the body. Yes, I totally agree with that. I feel like yoga and the idea of wellness just go so hand in hand. Obviously, all exercise and wellness go hand in hand, but yoga itself, there's just so many factors that it influences. Um, And I know people who, I I agree with you 100% that yoga should be a regular part of your routine. Like myself, I want to get to a point where eventually I'm doing yoga every day because I just feel like it's, like, it's just, um, I think the biggest thing for me that I like about it is that yoga is where... I feel like if you struggle with body awareness, like a lot of us do with, you know, feeling our body work, learning how to pelvic or learning how to find pelvic tilt, learning how to engage our core in all other parts, learning how to balance, all of that is incorporated into yoga. So it's a really good spot to just learn about your body, learn about yourself, what works for you and what doesn't work for you in a way that sometimes we um, aren't as... um, challenged by with cardio and resistance training mm-hmm. among other things yes yeah <laughs> a little love yoga big fan <laughs> <laughs> a little side note though just because you said it's different it's completely different from cardio and resistance training which is absolutely true but I did have a funny story about um a client I had one time kind of early on as a personal trainer who would go and attend hot yoga I think once or twice a week and the client was telling me about it during one of our sessions where we were focusing on resistance training and you know in hot yoga it's super warm in the room and it's also I think usually humid I've never done hot Mm -hmm. yoga before but you know it makes you makes you sweat and obviously you're all drippy and things like that so the client thought that because they were sweating and that it was hot that hot yoga was the equivalent to cardio (laughs) like that's the client made that Mm -hmm. comment to me and I was like no it's not cardio. It's good for mm-hmm. you, but it is not increasing your heart rate into the aerobic ranges that you need in order to improve health and improve fitness. So it's not cardio, but you know, I'm glad I you're totally, going. <laughs> I totally get that connection though, that you get really sweaty and really hot when you're doing cardio and the same thing happens in hot yoga. So yeah, it's gotta be the same. It's, <laughs> I totally see that. <laughs> They're both beneficial for you, for sure. And yoga does get your heart rate up pretty high, depending on the flow that you're doing. But like you said, cardio is going to get it way higher. Yes. (laughs) Um, And other ways that you can find balance within your exercise program are finding ways to incorporate physical activity into your lifestyle without it necessarily being structured exercise. So that's one thing. I don't know if we've ever quite talked about that, Hope, but like, There's physical activity, which is just any bodily movement that you're doing. And then there's exercise, which is structured, planned, actually going to the gym or going to the studio and doing your thing. Um, But you can incorporate physical activity like walks with friends, family, your dog, hiking, 
Um, other fun stuff, you might even have social events where you're doing some form of group fitness. I don't know if you've ever seen like friends, groups of friends going to like a pole dancing class or something mm -hmm. that counts as physical activity. And that counts towards your exercise program or your like exercise minutes anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of that stuff counts. All of it is doing good things for your body, increasing your health and um, overall wellness if you really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's a really great way to incorporate the idea of an active lifestyle into your identity, if that's what you're looking for at the end. And hopefully that is what you're looking for, because it's very important. And finding stuff that you enjoy makes it a lot easier if you struggle making time to get a structured workout in. If you struggle getting to the gym three, four, five days a week, you can still be active like you said, like taking your dog for a walk, like your dog needs exercise, take your kids outside, like your kids need fresh air. Going for a walk is great for them to one, get exercise, but also to see you making the time of living a healthy lifestyle, to see you making time to work towards your fitness and be physically active. Like you are setting that example for them. And I know, I know that it's really hard. Obviously I don't have kids, but I, I know what it's like to be busy and I know what it's like not to have time to be tired, to be stressed, to be all of those things. But I promise you're going to feel better even if you only take like 15 minutes, 15 to 30 minutes a day. Really like that's all you need. One, to improve your mental health, but also your physical health as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when it comes to taking your kids with you or taking your family with you, um, it's also a form of quality time. So if you struggle mm -hmm. to find time to be with your kids and find time to be active, you can combine those together. And um, like you just said, Hope, it benefits everyone. It mm -hmm. can be a really good bonding experience for people. And for people that most people that work, you know, full-time jobs, um, one thing that I found really beneficial was going for a walk during my lunch break. Um, my lunch break was only half an hour long and I would still go out for a 10 minute walk and I still had about 20 minutes to eat my lunch, which was just enough time and then get back to my desk. Now, during that time, I wasn't very social. I wasn't really talking to other people, but it was more important for me to be active, to get my blood flowing and to take a break from work and get out of that building um, just for like my mental health. So um, that's an easy way to do it. And then you can also like get your kids involved other than a walk, like have a dance party with them, turn on their favorite song, their favorite music, you know, and just dance around the room and be silly with them. Yeah. And that's even just five minutes of just fun and being active, getting their heart rate up. So that's, that's one of the best ways I think to do it mm -hmm. <laughs> in my, my biased opinion. So one thing to know with uh, this idea of, you know, finding ways to spend time with your family or other people that are important to you and be active with them so that you have that quality time component and you have that active component to help everyone feel healthier, help, help everyone feel well. One thing to note though, is that it is very normal for your priorities to change over time, like health, fitness, wellness, that should be a priority for you. But other things in life are also going to be a priority for you. Like making sure that your family is taken care of and that they feel loved, making sure that your friends feel loved, um, you know, finding other hobbies, you know, making sure that you 
are like your work situation is stable, things like that. It is totally normal for those priorities to shift over time as you enter different life phases and even different seasons of the same year. So it's totally okay for your priorities to change. So you, there will be phases where you might be very active and you're always closing your rings on your Apple Watch and your family's very active with you. And then there might be other times when you feel a lot more stagnant and you feel a lot more sedentary and you're only able to be active, you know, one day a week or something like that. And that's okay. That's really normal. And that's not something to beat yourself up about. Mm -hmm. It's all just a part of balance, just constantly teetering back and forth. Um, eventually, your life can normalize out as long as you keep your priorities in mind as you travel into the next phase. And I think that that's where a lot of people fall off the wagon, you know, they don't realize that it is normal to go to have those ups and those downs. Everybody starts off super strong at the beginning of the year. They've got all these goals. They want to lose weight. They want to be healthier. They want to be more active. They have maybe like a month or two months where they're going strong. And then maybe they don't make it to the gym for a week. And then the next week they're like, well, I didn't make it to the gym last week. I failed. I suck. I'm done trying. And that's mm -hmm. just, it's not true. That it's, that's how it goes. You know, you'll have, you'll have, months where you're very consistent and then there are months where you need to back off and that's okay yes yeah and I think that almost comes down to the idea that people feel like if they miss a workout you have to make it up and the idea of making things up makes it seem more like a chore and everything like that or you think you failed so there's no point in making it up and neither of those things are true those are false stories that we tell ourselves so as long as you just acknowledge that that happened but you're going to be better this next time or you're going to keep pushing you're fine. Mm -hmm. You're fine. If you're struggling to find time to work out, let's say that your friends, you haven't seen your friends in a long time, you want to hang out with them, but you're committed to your goals and you are committed to hitting those workouts and getting all of your shit done that you need to, invite your friends with you. That's something that we did a lot back home. You and I couldn't see each other um, very often and we lived like almost an hour away from each other. And mm -hmm. we would meet like once a month, we would do a workout together and then go to dinner and we'd be good. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of how it was. I still dream about the one time we worked out and then we went and got smoothies or like smoothie bowls. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 That was so fun. That was one of the best friend dates we've had, I think. It was just so relaxing. And again, quality time. I remember. Incorporate them both. I remember having to go to City Row and I was running so late and I was like trying to <laughs> slurp down my smoothie while like speeding to the class and oh, I was stressed, but it was so fun. <laughs> Worth it. It was. And I was just casually making you more late because I just probably couldn't shut up. <laughs> I had so much to share. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like me. Well, Sounds I mean, like you us. Gotta, you got to make up a lot of time when you only see each other once a month. So. <laughs> Again, this is a balance of priorities. Yes. <laughs> okay, and another way that you can attempt to find some balance within your workout program, as well as between your life and your workouts or your fitness schedule, is to find a way to condense down the amount of time that you're spending focused on your fitness program. So that could be instead of planning a program where you're going to be in the gym six days a week. If that's not realistic for you in this phase, condense that down to three days a week. So you might have to cut your exercises in half, but you can still see a lot of progress and you can still work towards your goals with only three days a week. Mm -hmm. um, 
And in addition to that, you can also just condense down your workout time. So you can go from a two hour workout that you might have had planned and condense that into a 45 minute to an hour long workout. I know mm -hmm. that when I first started getting really serious about the gym, I felt like I had to do so many exercises in one workout. I was probably doing 10 exercises for the same muscle group. And it took me a long time to get through those. But lately, since I've been in grad school, I don't have time to spend that much time in the gym. So I go to the gym and I pick three to five quality exercises that I can get done and I can do well and I can improve on. And I do those as well, like as many days a week as I can in my certain phase. Like usually it's anywhere from three to five days a week that I'm in the gym. And I have seen massive results since I've been in grad school with my mm -hmm. workouts. And generally my workouts take 45 minutes on average. If I'm goofing around, maybe an hour, but I can get in and out very quickly. And I have never seen better results than I have since I actually started condensing down my time. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people think that like more volume is going to get you bigger results. And you know, sometimes it will, but there's also like a max point. Like there is a ceiling to where if you're doing too much volume, it's not going to be beneficial. And it might even be detrimental to you being able to fully recover and perform well during your next right. workout. So that totally makes sense that you're seeing a lot of progress now, which is very exciting to hear, by the way. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited to keep everyone updated on that because my strength, I never thought I'd be as strong as I am now. And I'm only just at the, at the beginning of my journey. So mm -hmm. uh, I could I could talk about that for a long time, but I'm going to limit it for now. And just keeping holding on to the idea again that it's all about balance. Priorities are going to shift. And so more isn't necessarily better when it comes to fitness. So you might think that, oh, I'm not able to do my six workouts a week anymore. So I'm not going to do as, or, or I'm not going to progress as well. I'm not going to reach my goals, but don't think about, you know, one less workout being worse. Think about how much better your workouts that you can get to are going to be because you're going to be fully recovered. You're going to be excited to go and you're going to put in good effort. So it's not mm -hmm. more is better. It's better is better for that one. And another way that you can condense the time when you're in the gym is adding in supersets. So doing, you know, two to three exercises back to back to back and then having rest and starting again, doing circuit style training. Um, there are a few ways that you can speed up your actual sessions to get all of the, the volume in, you know, you don't need to be going in there and like killing yourself every time and not resting at all. Cause that's not really that great for you, but um, there are ways to speed up workouts if you need to. Yeah. Supersets are another really easy way to condense down your exercise time. Cause you don't even have, like you can change up how your supersets work. Cause they could be completely different muscle groups. So that like, if you do a lower body exercise, superset it with an upper body exercise, you could, that could be your rest time in itself. Your lower body's resting while your upper body's working and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're really, um, they can be really useful. And finally, you can also balance your work, your lifestyle with your nutrition. And when it comes to balancing nutrition, there are ways to incorporate into your diet both foods that are meant to actively push you towards your goals, things like high protein foods or nutrient dense foods, things like that, with foods that you just want, foods that bring you joy make you, maybe not make you feel good, but <laughs> make your taste buds feel good. Um, so the example that I like to give a lot when people ask me is the idea of protein. How can I get protein in, but also still enjoy something that 
I like with it because protein isn't my favorite. And the answer I always give is that if you can find a protein powder that you enjoy or that you can stand at least, mix it in with your ice cream. Now, I literally just take a bowl of ice cream and I melt it a little bit and then I mix in my protein. It is one of the most delicious things that I've ever had. Other people put it into a shake. You can also put it into your pancakes. Like find a dish that you really enjoy, that you like, and then just add in a bit of protein powder in there. And that's a really good way to eat what you like while also getting in like the nutrients that you need to reach towards your goals. And talking a lot about like not having enough time, trying to incorporate these things into your lifestyle, you're always going to eat. It doesn't take any more time for you to choose a healthy food over a non-healthy food. You know, grabbing um, some carrots out of the fridge versus grabbing some donuts on the counter. Like it's going to be better for you to choose those nutrient dense foods. And it's, it doesn't take any more effort. And a lot of nutrient-dense foods, you can find ways to make them very enjoyable to satisfy any cravings that you are having. I'm not saying, like, you should never eat ice cream. You should never eat cookies and donuts, whatever. Like, balance is good. It's fine to have those things in once in a while. But is it something that you should be consuming every single day? If you're getting all of your nutrients, then sure, it's probably not hurting you. But... Um, try to choose those nutrient-dense foods majority of the time. Mm-hmm. Again, because those are the priority. Mm-hmm. Balance is really important with nutrition throughout the week. I think a lot of us do really well during the week when we're in our normal routine. You know, you eat breakfast, you take your lunch to work, you come home, you make dinner, you have some snacks throughout there. It's usually like the same types of foods that you're eating throughout the week. I think it's the weekends that are really hard and that people struggle to balance out with. So, um, you know, it's, it's okay. Like we've said to enjoy the foods that you like, like when we go out to eat probably 75% of the time I will eat a burger. I love burgers. It's definitely not the healthiest option. Um, but I love them and I love, I, I make them fit into my calorie goal for the day and they fit into my lifestyle. I still get to enjoy those foods, but throughout the week, I'm still choosing healthy foods, you know? So, so that's fine to have that balance. But if I were eating out Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, you know, like a majority of the weekend, I'm not going to choose a burger every single time I go out to eat, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be mixing in some healthy options, maybe finding like a chicken breast and, some veggies or a salad. Although you have to be careful with the salads because usually we think of salads as being healthier, but if you get the fried chicken, you get all of the cheese on there, you get the ranch on there. Like you have ate almost equivalent to the calories that are in a burger. Like there are a lot of salads that are very close. Obviously you're getting more nutrients with Mm -hmm. that lettuce if it's not iceberg lettuce, you know? So there's a lot of (laughs) factors to consider when you're choosing those healthy options. But um, enjoying those foods once in a while is totally fine. Like we've said, just choosing the healthy options a majority of the time is what's important. Right. Absolutely. And I know that you and I just have such a different approach to like how we interact with food, how we see food. And there's nothing wrong with either of our approaches. It's just like what works well for you is that mindset. And for me, I just like, to me, when I hear you talk about 
um like choose the healthy option always like I get that and I agree with you but at the same time for me I'm like wow that's like a lot of pressure like what if I just really really want something yummy and I just like it would be upset if I didn't get that even though I know that I'm trying to pick the healthy option and like so I think I just approach the idea like I think the behavior is pretty much the same but the way I think of the idea is a little bit different so like what, I don't go out to eat that often, especially not now. I'm single and I don't have a lot of friends while I'm in grad school. So I like never go out to eat. But when I do, it's easy for me to choose the unhealthy option. However, when I'm home and I'm deciding what I want to make for dinner and if I want to have dessert and things like that, it really it comes back to the point we talked about earlier about you want to make sure that you're getting in your nutrients first and finding ways to make nutritious foods the foods that you want to have anyways and the foods that are yummy. So like I'm so obsessed with smoothies right now. They're so nutrient dense. They're packed with fiber, all that good stuff. I don't, I can't go into fruits and stuff. I don't know that much about it, but I know that sm my smoothies are good for me um, and they're so delicious. So I look forward to them. And lately I'm getting to a point now with my running where I want to start losing weight so that I can increase my speed a little bit more for running. So a lot of times now I replace my dessert, my ice cream, with a smoothie because um, I'm not losing out on any of the sweetness that I'm looking for. And I'm definitely increasing my nutrient intake while decreasing the amount of calories I'm consuming, of course. So like, it's the same, it's a similar behavior. I'm still choosing the better option as far as nutrients, but it's like, I had to replace something I love with something else that I love. So if that resonates with you or if that strategy is something that you think would be useful, take that in and use it because it's been um, – I'm hoping it's big for me anyways. <laughs> yeah, I think that there are a lot of ways to make nutritious foods something that you enjoy. It's just about finding the right – recipe you know the right mixture of things like you found the smoothies instead of just like eating an apple you made the fun. smoothie you found it in a way that like you enjoy you know which is the whole point and kind of the fun part about nutrition is experimenting and finding things that you like and finding things that work for you yes and taking yourself on an adventure yes a nutrition adventure <laughs> <laughs> there's so many options out there all right, so this episode, we talked all about how to create a balanced, healthy lifestyle when it comes to your fitness and when it comes to your nutrition, nutrition to some extent. So we talked about finding the balance in your workouts, making sure that although you have structure when you go and exercise and you want structure because you want to reach your goals, you're still allowing that flexibility and you are still um, including variety in your workout program. So you have your cardio, you have your resistance training, and you're also getting in some other things that are good for your body, good for your soul, good for your mind, all that stuff like yoga, um, and just going on um, bouts of just physical activity with family members, with friends, things that are fun and are going to help you feel better from a social or a mental aspect as well. Um, so finding balance in those ways, as well as, you know, if it works better for you to condense, to, to uh. <laughs> if it works better for you to condense down the amount of time you're spending in the gym, to spend more time on things that are a higher priority in the phase of life you're in, do that and don't feel bad about it because you're still finding balance as long as it still holds some amount of priority in your life. And then when it comes to nutrition, finding ways to balance out 
prioritizing your nutrient-dense foods with foods that you enjoy. And sometimes you're able to combine those together or find ways to um, make the nutrient-dense foods the yummiest option that you have on your menu. Like, there are ways. So um, we hope that you all enjoyed this episode about finding balance. We hope that you learned something new that you hope to implement into your lifestyle. And we hope you all have a wonderful rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) But we will see you back here. (laughs) Yes, we will. We're not done. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We will see you here next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Power of Mindset. Have questions or suggestions? Email us at powerofmindsetpod at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at hope.fullyfit. And follow me at georgiamarie underscore G. Please rate, follow, and leave a review to help us grow. I know, I was going somewhere good.